Welcome back to another episode of the Outlaw Way podcast. We are here with Nacho, Cheeto, and our special guest today, Seth Jackson, which is actually the son of Nakia Jackson over here. We're going to have a little story time today because Seth, he is a professional at slightly fucking vehicles up. So we're going to touch yeah, on that, about that. Hey, But <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about When I see him now, all I think about is good ways to die or whatever because he did that, that commercial <laughs> with Jada where she threw something at his head. That's all I can see. I'm the, telling you, the dumb was, ways to die. Dumb ways to die. You're talking about good ways to die. Good I don't ways think to there's die. any. I don't know. Oh, there's some good ways to die. I was going to say, yeah. say now. There's some there good ways to die. There's some good ways, yeah. If Let's I had talk to choose. If I had to choose. If I had to choose, yeah. Topic for next week. Good ways to die. Good ways to die. All I need to know is that we've been talking some shit here for the last 20 minutes before we started this. How many vehicles have you totaled out? In total, I'm talking about everything with wheels on it. How about five? Five. And how old are you? Wait, hold on, hold on. There was one where you were sitting on top of the median in the middle of I-20. There was one yep. when you were sliding your motorcycle through a intersection. There was, there was one, one when you clipped. where he got his ass whooped. Yes, and then he took and then out wrecked the vehicle. Took out half a Toyota. <laughs> um, then the there was the Tacoma. Then there was the, Harley, the eighty-five Harley. The eighty-five Chevrolet. At one no. point, you did something to it. That's the one you parked on the interstate on top of the. No, media. that, was, no, that Jeep. was the Jeep. Oh, that was the Jeep. That he put his lift on himself, and then something <laughs> happened to the lift. It wasn't his fault. Right oh, I know exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> he used an impact to put all the bolts in, and just, over impacted. Nah, you can never they, over impact. Nah, and they nah, spun. Nah, and then he. I think the nah. median and I twenty I think he says t- there nah. is a such thing as over <laughs> impact. I think he tightened the the nuts with a pair of with a Christian well, wrench or something. Well, the reason I know this is he's outside. He's putting on his lift. He's doing all this on his own. I go out there, squat down, just kind of watching him. He's putting a bolt in with the impact, and I watch right before he stopped, it spun. Yeah. And then he moved to another bolt. And I said, hold on, hold whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back to that. See, is that spin? And he put the thing on it, and it just free spins with your fingers because he twisted the bolt in half. But that's where he was going to leave it. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. So that motherfucking piece of paper said estimated installation time, two hours. You were an hour and 45 minutes in. You did not need to fucking go over. Yeah. So I said, make sure you replace that bolt and uh, go check all the other ones. Make sure you didn't overspin them. He checked them, but he checked them in the middle of I-20 on the middle of the The next day, he seen that bolt spin was like, boy, keep after it. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, he's 75 miles an hour down I-20 and ends up. On top of the concrete wall in the middle. Uh, so you got I, the Jeep? I slid on the middle wall of the interstate. So the lift did yards. work. It did hey, the lift stayed on. Yep. But you're five vehicles in at what age now? I got a picture of him. 20, 35 hey, vehicles in. I got a picture of him with his face swollen shut. His eyes and lids and his lips are touching. So this and is, he drove. So this <laughs> is story time. This is story time. So we got to actually tell the story. My mm. good. So first of all, I know a lot of parents out there get pissed off at your the kids that are in high school. They get sick. The school calls you, but they won't let them leave unless a parent drives to the school and signs them out. Oh, it drives me crazy, especially when they're 18 years old. So this had happened a couple of times throughout the school year. I'm pissed because West Washington High School is way <clears> off the beaten path. Leave work, drive 35 minutes out there, sign the paper. He comes out, gets in his own truck, drives back. I got to go back to work. So you have to show up to sign them out. Yeah. We get a phone call this day. Uh, and let me clarify. You got to show up to sign out certain kids. Yeah. Like, I got one daughter. You got to show up and sign her out because she won't leave without it. I got another daughter that was just fucking gone. <laughs> I don't feel even, good. They didn't I'm even gone. know she wasn't at school. Yeah, so. she's sitting on the other side of the room. Uh so anyway, we get the phone call. 
Your son has been in a fight at school. He's in pretty bad shape. He got in a fight with like 27 so, professional boxers. Yeah, it looked like it. So they call my wife. They go through this ordeal. She gets off the phone. She comes and tells me Seth got in a fight. They said he was messed up pretty good. Uh, they're sending him home. He's being suspended, and they're sending him home. Five minutes later, the school nurse calls. Says, uh, just wanted to let y'all know that I believe the orbital bone around both eyes is broke. I think his nose is broke. His jaw may be dislocated. He is messed up, and he needs to go directly to the emergency room when you get home. It's like, well, we're coming to get him. Do yeah. not mm -hmm. let him drive away from that school in that condition. She said, oh, the coach done sent him home. Just super fucked up. Said, mm -hmm. so if he's got a cold, he can't leave the school without a parent's signature. He's got a tummy ache. You got to go get him. They didn't want me to die there. But if he, has, <laughs> if he has broken orbitals around both eyes, broke nose, broke jaw, all this stuff, you just send him home in his truck. So I'm on the phone screaming at this school and said, if something happens to my son, I will fucking kill y'all. So we get off the phone. I'm pissed, waiting on him to pull up. Ten minutes later, Louisiana State Police. Mr. Jackson, your son's been in an accident. <laughs> in his mother's truck, brand new. It was about two months old. Nice. Is that the Jeep? No, no it was a little Toyota a brand Tacoma. New Tacoma. Brand new Toyota Tacoma. Uh, apparently somebody stopped to turn mm -hmm. and he couldn't fucking see because <laughs> your shit was swole shut. So, so I hit this 98 year old man, just <laughs> rear ended him. It was, it was crazy. At about 65 miles. Yeah. Day. That's what I'm talking about. He was dead stopped. Yeah. He cleaned him. He showed up. The fucking paramedics showed up and was like, damn, you swole up fast. <laughs> like, is that, is that what yeah. I, yeah. That was like, sir, are you okay? Actually, like, did you hit the steering wheel like you 15 know, times <laughs> coming up as a paramedic. <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. It's different when it's your kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, sure. so I get the phone call. Me and my wife jump in a truck. I'm 100 miles an hour at least heading out there. I get there before the medics get there. Fire truck's there. I get out, walk up there. When I walk up to him, he is almost unrecognizable standing on the side of the road. Yeah. I'm telling you, old boy my was heart swole. drops. My stomach, like I'm, I'm like, get in the truck. My wife grabs him. They start putting him in the truck. One of the firemen hollers, you can't leave with him. It's like, you ain't going to stop me. Yeah. So I throw him in the truck. We go to pull out. About that time, state police pulls up. I stopped at his window and hollered, hey, I've got the driver of that truck in my truck. We're headed to Glenwood. You can see us at the hospital. And we took off. Yeah. He was messed up. Messed up. See, I'm telling you what, I would have sued the school for negligent supervision. And uh, we wouldn't have been having this podcast, honestly, because we would have had to come to your yacht. I threatened or in the helicopter yeah. when I had to bring it. I threatened because I would have sued the fuck out of somebody. When I when I went to the school and met with the superintendent and the principal and the yeah. and the coach that sent him home, all of them were in tears when I left. They was crying. Oh, they were crying because they was going to lose their jobs, lawsuit, and I just dropped it. But oh, uh, I wouldn't drop shit again. It's I my might son. pick it back up for you. I'm glad, <laughs> no, no, I'm no, glad no. he was okay, <laughs> but uh. That was a that was a I'm looking for it. I'll um, find it here in a minute. He Some, looked exactly like Rocky Dennis. Yes. Somebody asked Rocky Dennis, he was fucked up. Somebody Google the laws of how long we can fucking go back on lawsuits here. Because you know <laughs> oh, Louisiana, go, you can do all kinds of I'm shit. thinking we pick this bitch back up real quick and tell him you've been having some headaches and migraines yeah. that you think are from this reg that yeah. you aren't supposed to be in. Yep. Oh yeah, were you at He has been. Honestly, you I, I think so. Were you eighteen? I think I just got For a sure. special yeah. delivery. He graduated at seventeen. I got a special delivery. 
You graduated at 17, correct? All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's see this. Bam! God! <laughs> That's fucking rough. Yeah. That's fucking rough. He got strokes. Dude. That's what I'm talking about. All right, later. so we got to go deeper in the story because so I've heard one... it so many times that I know it, but this boy at school <laughs> yeah. did something to Jada. Seth wasn't fucking having it. Yeah. But what Seth didn't do was Jada keep was his head calm. your girlfriend at the time. What's she, yeah, we all yeah, already dating? Yeah, yeah. He didn't keep his head calm at the time. He let emotions get the best of him. Naturally, best he way to He came at the boy in a full Superman leap to punch him. Yeah. And the boy just stepped to the side and Dang. Seth missed. And then the boy got on top of him oh, and Seth had out. a fucking backpack on. And when he landed, the backpack trapped his arms and had him all wound up. So he's and just then, in a ball getting his ass the, beat. He the can't dude, do nothing. <laughs> the dude also had a backpack on that yes. flipped around front yes, and on was in set. between them. So if he would have been, but, as mine right, take the backpack off, walk up to the boys, say, let me tell you something, pop his ass, and had his hands free, yeah. it might have been so, a different story. And then to Maybe add to this, gotten a wreck. To add to this so. <laughs> because so many people go, yeah, right, that was his story. Well, they didn't have this shit when I was in high school. But I got a phone call because the he got jacked up so bad, the police, the sheriff's department called me and wanted to press charges against the boy. So I was like, I'm pretty I'm sure like, this kid wanted to kill your son. I'm like, OK, <laughs> old school, we fought at yeah, school we all the time. Him. I'm not going to sue a kid just because no. he whooped his ass. What's yeah. the process? You know? The so process is pissed that. off. Try to kill you. We're best friends. Yeah. That's yeah. a fucking process. I, that's, yeah, what, that's what did you're you get to the do. last one. The best friend thing. No, no, we can go put a shit on flat after this <laughs> podcast. We can. But anyway, I got called to the school, and if you have ever been in their video room, mm -hmm. son, they have these state of the art video monitors and cameras. I got to watch the entire event oh, on fine. video, so I actually got to watch from where he walked out of the room. The boy walked out of the room, seen him approaching the hallway, seen the whole thing go down, and he straight up got his ass whooped. John. That's fucking rough right there. <laughs> but he did it did have his hands trapped by backpacks. Yes, he was, it was tangled up and he was not at his full best. He lost mind. the he yeah. lost the fight when he threw the first punch. Yeah. It he threw like it from sometimes. here to the door. Like he tried to run over there with yeah. his fists. The bees like that sometimes. But, but the whole a, point of the story is though. Did like, you get your ass whooped? Like yeah, I got whooped. But, you but I married the girl. Yeah, you, know you married the girl. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you followed through. You got yeah, the like girl. You followed through. The girl is now his wife. You know. That dude yeah, still walking yeah. around town talking about how he whooped your ass, but you got the girl. Oh, that, yeah. That boy making minimum wage working construction. So Everybody, like, every time yeah, like, he's like, like oh, demoing oh, around town. Like, oh, that's fucking real. All right. So you've had, <laughs> the, you had that one with the fight in your mom's Toyota. You had the one on the interstate. You had a Two couple Harleys. motorcycle stuff. You have. Which other one did he wreck? He wrecked the... Oh, and that was only what he just said, because y'all explicitly asked, and yeah, he had totaled. totaled. Yeah, that ain't all wrecks. That is not all the wrecks. Oh, well, fuck. How many wrecks have you had? He can't count that high. Yeah, that was... He went to West Washington. Oh, fuck. Hey, when he left one of these times yeah. out of West Washington, I don't remember if it was the fight time. It wasn't the fight time. It was something else. He did something else, and he left school pissed off. Mm-hmm. And he got on his truck real hard, and he threw rocks all over the parking lot mm -hmm. and scratched and broke windows on how many that was, cars? That was another phone call after a football game. After a football yeah. game. So right. he's, yeah. Dad, I'm going to the football game. I'm like, okay. I get a phone call from the sheriff's department. Yeah, your son just left the football game. He's like, oh, well, you just call and let me know. He's like, well, yeah. there's, uh, there's gonna be a 18 bill. vehicles here with busted glass. As long as like your 16. Son, where your son just peeled 16, out in the parking 18, lot and threw <laughs> rocks. 
So literally from slinging rocks in a parking lot, I had to file that on my automotive insurance because it was so many vehicles. That's fucking rough. So I've had. You know what I would have done? Said, prove it, motherfucker. Yeah, prove it. Had to go camera. Because yeah. dump trucks, dump trucks can fucking dump gravel on your hood. And as long as the truck didn't touch your vehicle, well, that's an act of God, huh? Okay, so I've had two yeah, in but, my but life. But when there's like like 40 witnesses in a parking lot. Witnesses don't mean shit. No, they, they got to go to poor court, man. Yeah, witnesses don't mean a fucking So lie. not even on accidents. Uh, his first truck, what was it? 81, 70, what, what? was that white Chevrolet truck? 85. 85 Chevrolet, square body, beautiful truck. Yeah. By the truck, he blows motor up. Naturally. 350? So yeah. Needed mom, it. Mom and daddy, what do we do? Yeah, let's swap it. We go straight to Jegs and order a brand new 350 crate motor, crate motor get it in, take it to a shop, have it installed. He didn't even have to do it himself. It was like a year and a half for them to install it, though. Oh, that was a long time. My foot that, got that heavier shop. in the time it took to rebuild the truck. So right. how many months was the truck running before you blew that motor up? I don't think he made a month. Oh, it wasn't a month for sure. And how long? The new for, motor? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It wasn't a month. Hold they on. Hold on. They didn't how know. long for the next motor blew up? That ain't the point. How but long for the next, mo- the fourth motor to blow up? They wasn't installing the oil pump properly. The problem? <laughs> it didn't have nothing to do with me, nothing to do with my, they was not installing the oil pump There properly. was a short between the steering wheel and the seat. It doesn't have shit That's to you. do with the 11 That's cops <laughs> sitting on his route waiting for him the yeah. next day because he's... So, so me, Chip, and JJ yeah. go to the Sheriff's Department. We got to go up there every year, get our pictures taken for our FFL license. Yeah. For passport photos. So we go up there, we go up to the little office. And they're like, uh, your son's one drives that black motor that uh gray motorcycle, ain't it? They're like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we call him Evil Knievel. Oh. Everybody, <laughs> even the people in the office at the sheriff's department, knew him by name and knew what he drove. Professional. We went to get uh because if you're gonna fucking do it, just, that's, that's a proud moment yes, in my exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. The FFL paperwork was so, in photo. These these stories have got reminded me of two stories so far, but I'm gonna finish the set stuff first. Coming up as a medic and working in the police department, and all that stuff, everybody knows me. Mm-hmm. My phone, <laughs> son, my phone. That's good shit. My phone would ring, say OPSO on it. I'm like, what do you do? As soon as I pick up the phone, they're like, dude, tell your son to slow down. That's what it started as. They started yeah. calling me, John. Then, they started then, calling me, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the detective guy. Can't Day? Day calls me and goes, hey, uh, I know this ain't, this really has nothing to do with you, but it, but it kind of does because we've already called Kia like 11 times. <laughs> and uh, Seth just blew past me doing 100 again. Can you talk to him? Like, so the phone, calls, the phone calls started there. After a year or two, Yeah, I'd say, what do you do? they go, I'm going to fucking take him to jail. I'm going to arrest him if you don't stop him. Yeah. I'm like, God. Then it started turning into, hey, just wrote your son another ticket. <laughs> you know, they they stopped. It, it got ridiculous. That's a good chance. See, the good thing but, about where I live at, well, when I was growing up as a kid, all the cops were kind of assholes. Well, now that I've gotten to my mid to late 20s, almost 30, all the people that I went to school with are now fucking the sheriffs and the police. <laughs> it all cycles back. It's always, it's always so now, the cop's problem. Yeah, so now now I'm out here racing the fucking state troopers. So I, was, faster. I was dating this girl that lived down this specific road, and on this road was a judge, 
a sheriff's deputy, a highway patrolman, and a fire chief or something. I don't remember. But she, you go down and in the road, and it teed, and her house was right there in the tee. Yeah. So I would leave her house at night, and I had a uh, Scottsdale, Chevrolet Scottsdale, that had a Stroker 383 in it, three-speed with the granny gear, glass packs, tips. It was loud as shit. Oh, yeah. I took it to the car wash, blew the packs out, all that. I'd leave her house at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Raymond Hobson was the DPS officer. His house was second gear when I come out of second gear every time. And I wrapped that bitch. I was Seth. I was, and all that. So one day I'm at her house. Her mama comes home and says, Chip, Raymond is down in the corner sitting in his car waiting on you to leave. Yeah. I was like, fuck him. So I got in my truck and drove down there. I pulled in right behind him, got out of the truck. This is a Texas state trooper. He got out of the car. He took his hat off, sat on the hood, unbuttoned his buttons, started unbuttoning his shirt, started loosening his belt. He's taking his shit off, and he's just sitting on the hood, and I'm just looking at him like, what the fuck's he doing? See, that was back in the day. Most people think that kind of stuff's bullshit. No, it ain't bullshit. I was a cop, it happened. Well, then I started hearing <laughs> sirens yeah. from everywhere. Like, I can hear them just all around me. And this all happened within seconds, but it felt like, you know, I'm standing there watching him get undressed, but he's getting stuff off as I'm walking to him. And then all the noise and everything, and then cops from everywhere. Rodney Pearson was another DPS officer that I knew. He was the first one. He pulled up right beside me, slung the door open in front of me, stepped out, closed the door, put his chest to my chest, and started walking me backwards. And I said, what are you doing? He said, you do not understand. He said, Raymond Hobson got on his radio and told dispatch and every officer in the area that he's fixing to kill you, and he wasn't playing. <laughs> doesn't care if he goes to prison. He don't give a fuck. You better send somebody now. I was driving by his house every night, waking him up, all that shit. He was pissed. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they took me to jail, impounded my truck, um, and it pissed my daddy off because when my dad walked in to get me, they set me in. They had this room that just had a desk in it, like where they did paperwork at, mm -hmm. and it had two chairs in front of the desk, and I was sitting in one of the chairs with my feet propped up on the desk, and I remember I had a toothpick in my mouth. Yeah. When my daddy walked in. But they took me to jail and pounded my truck. Um, Raymond, I found out later, Raymond Hobson was a Golden Glove boxer. He went to the Olympics in 84. Uh, I was 17. He was going to wear my ass out. but <laughs> Naturally. Uh, Naturally. They, I got out of jail finally. My dad left me in there for the weekend because he walked in to get me and I had my feet propped up. And it pissed him off that I wasn't taking it seriously. So he left me for the weekend. Then uh, that Monday... I went to pick my truck up and they had taken my truck to the muffler shop mm -hmm. and put mufflers on it. So I drove back to the muffler shop. I knew the guy and he yeah. had my whole exhaust in the fence behind it. He took it off, put it back on, took the glass pegs off and straight piped it, open headers. <laughs> I drove straight from there to Raymond Hobson's house and started doing donuts in his yard. Here we go again. There's cops everywhere. Daddy sold the truck. That's the last time I drove the truck. <laughs> but that was one. It's pretty funny. But he was going to whoop my ass. That was a different day and time. Do that yeah. shit these days. That's fucking, yeah. what, 40 years ago? No, that was in... Uh, <laughs> About 30. That was in 93. Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah, 93. So 30 years ago. Well, yeah. after that, I We used to... Months I mean, after that, I'd see Raymond, and we were... He was... Driving we around out cool. in the country in Washington Parish, we used to run from the cops. Yeah. You'd oh, yeah. run from them... Haul ass. Finally, they'd catch you. They'd get out of the cars laughing their ass off. I only run one time where I actually ran. They would call your daddy or take you home. And I got away. Your daddy would beat your ass. Yeah. But 
it wasn't, you know, you, you, you run from the cops, you're not going to prison for life. These days, you're in a lot of shit. Well, these days, but, you get pitted in, like, what, 10 seconds? 12 mm-hmm. seconds? Well, they're going to pit you. If they can. If they can. Oh, they, they will now. If they can. If they can. Like fucking troopers. <laughs> if you don't know how to fucking drive, yeah, you'll get pitted. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think, and I know for a fact in Arkansas, it's like, Louisiana's three seconds more than Arkansas, and I think we're eight seconds. If you don't initiate a stop or act like you understand that the sirens are on behind you, uh, Arkansas pits you in eight seconds now. Shit. They, they, there ain't no way in the fucking hell they're up on me in eight seconds. Not on if I'm running from them, <laughs> I mean, I guess not. if I'm running from them, there ain't no way they're going to get on me in eight they seconds. They just flipped an older woman. Well, what he's talking about is day. mainly they get behind you and you don't respond to it anyway. At all. Oh, you're saying they've been chasing you and you're just going the same speed and you no, don't they pull eight up. seconds. They pull up behind you, turn their lights on, you don't and you respond you don't put your blinker all. on, you don't press a brake, but, nothing like that. They just flipped a woman, uh, a county above me a couple months ago, old woman, like she was in her 80s. And uh, didn't have a rear view mirror couldn't and see couldn't him. see it, and she couldn't see him. Eight seconds, he initiated the stop, hit the sirens. She's 80 years old. In my day, we didn't she have no hear. time limit, but it she was couldn't. A, well, there's a time limit now. Well, so they kept, there was being so many people run up there near Little Rock and everything. Uh, state made a new law eight seconds, eight seconds to whatever it is, identify or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, a lot uh, of a lot they flipped of, that old girl. A mm. lot of cities have gone to no pursuit, period. No, they don't oh, shit. no pursuit. Not if Arkansas, you run, baby. they do not chase. They just bought a fucking, uh, not a track hawk. They bought a SRT Jeep Cherokee with like 900 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Up I'm only, I only ran from the cops one time mm-hmm. that I actually ran. There was a couple of times that I went another exit or something, but one time I actually ran from them, and they never saw me. Yeah. Well, <clears> that's like, but they flipped that old girl, and they fucking pitted her in eight seconds, had that old woman upside down in her vehicle. She crawled out of her fucking window and was like, <laughs> what the what fuck? The fuck? And they were like, man, for? why were you resisting? So, John, she we've was been like, picking on Seth. How many vehicles have you totaled? I totaled zero. Zero. I've been in zero. two races. I've, I've driven across the country dozens of times from Florida to fucking Washington, from New York to California, 20, 30, 40-hour trips, pulling a fifth-wheel trailer, every kind of dually you can fucking think of. I have been in two wrecks. Neither of them were my fault, and I have never towed a vehicle. I've only been in two wrecks, period, and both of them are my fault. The first one, I was 17 again, and I was working for my dad, but I had got pissed off at my dad and quit. Mm-hmm. So I took a job at Pizza Hut as a delivery driver. Oh, fuck yeah. Prime time, baby. And... Did you it break was my, the sign? It was my first day. It was on a Saturday. That night, Friday night before, I started drinking at a party. I had cooler full of beer in my back. I'd never stopped drinking. I went to work, picked my pizzas up. I'm on a gravel road drinking with pizza. I had a brand new Rockford head unit. Yeah. And I remember just that. But I was on one of them roads when you come up on a hill. When you go over it, you feel like you're on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I went and delivered the pizza on the way back. I knew that hill was coming. I just nailed the truck. When I hit that hill and come over the other side, I was airborne. When I landed, my steering wheel went like spun all the way mm-hmm. towards the driver's side. Mm-hmm. I know towards the passenger side. And I started sliding this way. I went to throw my hand up on the pillar to stop me, and I put my hand through the windshield. And then the next thing I remember is waking up and my CD, I remember my CD player never skipped. But I hit, <laughs> I hit an embankment. You don't even know about that, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> I hit an embankment Bluetooth or from the baby. side, went down the <laughs> ditch, and I hit a, a 12 by 12 cross tie that was the, it was a union of a fence like this, and I took it out. 
had an S10, took the front. The motor was almost on the other side of the road, the whole front clip of the, of the truck. I woke up. I got came to, realized what had happened. I went, and I thought about that beer. So I opened the cooler and started chunking beer in the woods. Yeah. Called my dad. State trooper show up. My dad shows up. State trooper said, how fast are you going? I was like, I don't know, 45. He's like, bullshit. We measured you doing at least 90 when you top the hill. I was like, yeah, I was fucking flying. <laughs> Everything's done. We're leaving. In the truck with my dad, records pulled off. We're the last ones to leave. As we're pulling off, this man steps out of the woods, just steps out in the middle of the road. My dad stops, and he walks up to the window, and he says, damn good impact. You broke my damn fence. My dad said, I'll fix it. I'll get you a new one. He said, I don't worry about it. All that beer you threw in the woods, pay for it. <laughs> and I got my ass hammered for that oh, deal, yeah, too. That's good the, shit. the second one was here recently, probably in the last year, I think. I was coming back. No, two years. I was coming back from the hunting club, mm-hmm. and I was over here. <laughs> and I'm just driving, and I go to switch lanes, and I walked up on top of a, a cord. I didn't even see her next to me. Like She was in my blind spot. She wasn't in my mirror anywhere. Yeah. I just went to switch lanes and just drove right into her. It, it was like a $500 little dent, but well, still, uh, that's the only two right. times I've ever, ever been in a wreck. Well, that's fucking rough. Speaking of fucking drinking and driving, you know I got a DWI one time? Did you really? I did. I, I did. got a PI, and then oh. I went to jail for asking for a straw. I got a DWI. So here's the thing. They I don't was, have DWIs anymore. I was never convicted. It's a DUI. DUI. Well, it no. used to be, they're, they're D, they used to be DWIs under, in Texas. I was underage. That is a IMP, a minor uh, in possession. Uh, so I got a minor possession ticket, uh, intent to distribute ticket. And intent to distribute what? Oh, I had a lot of beer. What'd you go? Where, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, you so. remember back in our day, back in my day, you were 18 here to buy beer and you were 21 in Texas. So my dad lived in Jasper. It was 30 miles to yeah. some little Louisiana town. And I used to, is it, no, I wasn't DeRitter, it was something, Marion or something like that. Marion, yeah. Um, but I used to drive over there and fill the ass into my truck up with cases. So that's what I did. And drive back and I'd sell it to all my friends. So I came down here to State Line, you know, I live in Arkansas, you got to go to Louisiana to buy beer. Well, my buddy, well, he was 22, I was 17, and he was like, well, I'm going to drink. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to drive. Like, I'm not going to drink. It's fine. We get like 14 cases, six handles of fucking beer, uh, whiskey and shit. I mean, we got a lot of shit, you know. We got through a roadblock. Oh, damn. We got through a roadblock. And I pull up. I'm fucking 17. Well, he's 22, so who fucking cares? You know? Yeah. I'm just driving. Nothing's open. Nothing's open. Mm-hmm. We're good. Uh, I pull up to this motherfucker. A lot of beer in the back, boys. I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah. See us. The of age one. <laughs> I'm just driving. He's like, okay, okay. Well, last registration, you know the whole fucking bit. I got a breath of lies, point zero one. He was like, We're taking you in, son. I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm telling you, I hadn't drank nothing. He was like, You're underage. You just blew a point zero one. Get out, we're doing a field sobriety. I'm like, What? I get the fuck out. We're in a ditch. It's fucking. <laughs> we're in this fucking ditch. It's dark outside. He's got this goddamn mag light pointed at my face, and I'm like, 
I'm like, I'm just staring at this fucking 4800 lumen goddamn flashlight. He's like, watch my finger. I was like, I can't see shit. I can't see shit with the flashlight. He's like, you're inebriated. I'm like, bitch, I'm blind. Like, I can't see shit. And then he's like, put one foot in front of the other, do eight steps this way, turn around, pivot a 180, and then eight steps this way, and then take three to your left. I'm like, what? What'd you say? I'm like, what the fuck did you just tell me to do? And I was, I'm freaking the fuck out. And he's like, one foot in front of the other, eight steps, turn around, eight steps. So fuck, I, you know, one foot in front of the other, eight steps down. I didn't keep my feet connected when I turned around. Well, fuck, I didn't know. I just turned the fuck around, walked eight steps back, and fucking three steps over to the side. You failed. You failed everything. You failed motor skills. You failed commands. You failed all these fucking things. You failed them all. He's like, you're going to jail, son. I was like, for what? He's like, for being drunk and driving, underage. Wow. An hour and a half trip back to the county fucking sheriff's office. Nope. Hour and a half wow. for the robot. Huh? Why was it so far? Because he drove 35 miles a fucking hour. <laughs> and I, I, so, I sat in the back of his... I'm 6'3". Si I'm, I'm a big old fucking boy. I sat in the back of an old Crown Vic with plastic seats handcuffed behind my fucking back with my head on the ceiling for 45 minutes before we left. Then he drives. 55 mile per hour speed limit. I just just hoping somebody passes him so he can pull them bitches over too. 35, the whole wow. fucking... And he gave me, on the way back... The fire and brimstone. He gave me the gospel. He gave me the John three sixteen. He gave me the fucking cowboy ranch shit, like the whole nine. And I'm like, okay, like okay, like thanks. We, we had some dicks for officers where I was. I got it. Uh, making a alcohol available to a minor. Yeah. Um, I was 22, and I was dating this girl, and we were having a party at the house or something and she wanted some wine coolers. I think it was some certain yeah. kind. So me and her went to the store. I walked in, I bought the wine cooler. I walked out, I set them in the middle of the seat and I got in the car. She got them from the middle of the seat and set them on the floorboard in front of her feet. Mm -hmm. I put the car in park and moved forward. Like from here to that podium where the, exit of the store parking lot was and liquor control board blew in on me from two angles and said I was buying alcohol and making it available to a minor. I'm like, I'm of age and I bought this shit. It's in my car. Yeah. She's in there. It's in front of her. It's hers. You bought it for her. So it gets even fucking better. So when I was in this fucking car arrested my buddy that was 22 and had all the beer and everything like that. And guess, was drinking. Yeah. Guess where they, guess where he took my truck to the party. Oh, he, they let him go. <laughs> they let him go with all the shit. And let him drive your truck. And let him drive my truck. Holy. Was he drunk? <laughs> I thought he was not. <laughs> so I shit you not. So I get all the way to the fucking sheriff's office. It's been like an hour and a half. Like we've been, we're two hours into this whole ordeal. I'm pissed. I've heard the fucking Bible from front to back in three different languages. We almost get to the sheriff's office. He turns the radio on 100.1 the beat. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like you just you could have turned K one oh four on, you know, country station. So huh? the PI. Yeah. Or MIP, minor in possession? Yes. Yep, minor in possession, yeah. There's four of us in a truck riding around. We're drinking. We've been drinking all weekend in Jasper. Jasper has a main road that comes through, and then one road off is the movie theater. Mm -hmm. The movie theater is closed. It's like Saturday at 3 o'clock in the morning. There's no streetlights on this back room where the movie theater is. All of us got to pee. So we duck off the main road, pull to that back road, and we're all outside the vehicle peeing. Yeah. Cop pulls up. We had, I don't know, two or three cases in a cooler. So. 
he's got us all sitting on the curb, giving us the ride act and oh, all yeah. that. Y'all know your daddy. Da, 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 da. And he starts pouring beer out one at a time out of the cooler. And I made the comment, does anybody got a straw? Went straight to jail. Bad fucking idea. <laughs> Let all three of them drunk bitches go in the car. Yeah. Didn't finish at pouring the rest of the beer out. So he left the case and a half. Yeah. And they drove off. And my dumb ass goes to jail because I asked for a straw. You know what happened when I got to fucking was jail? smart ass. After all that fucking time. Oh, that's, that's just one time. I got a better one than that. Yeah, but this whole fucking ordeal. I'm in this car, fucking handcuffed. This whole fucking thing. All this shit. Get there. Well, you know, when you do your field sobriety, it's just a bullshit handheld breathalyzer. We get to it wasn't the calibrated? It wasn't calibrated. <laughs> we get to the fucking big one. You know, the big one yeah. in fucking county, the serious motherfucker that you do three times, <laughs> and that's what decides if you're going to rehab or not. <laughs> zero, zero, and zero. Mm-hmm. All three fucking times. He's like, oh, sorry, bud. Must not calibrate my shit. Yep. Like nothing had ever happened. He was like, but <laughs> right, it so is we... late. And I was 17. Oh, yeah. You know what they had to do? We're going to have to call your parents, get you. I was like, okay, fuck. I don't care. You know, I'm good. Like you're going to tell them, yeah. Oh, no, baby. Guess where uh, Guess where my folks was? Greenville at the boats. So guess who could come get me? Nobody, because nobody fucking answered. Because they were at the boats. They knew, they knew I wasn't even staying home that night. Like, everything was good to go. They weren't fucking answering. Yeah. They were over there at the boats. Ain't no goddamn signal. Guess where 17-year-old John had to stay because I couldn't go into regular lockup because I wasn't an adult for 14 hours. Holding. In the drunk tank, because it was oh, yeah. the only minor holding area. Yep. One single fucking light bulb, 10 foot in the ceiling, and a five-by-five room with one fucking concrete chair in it. It's probably padded, too. Oh, it's, oh, I had a fucking closed door, no vent with a fucking yep. window. And I had to knock on the door. <laughs> they was like, well, if you ever had to use bathroom or anything like that, just knock on the door. I'm like, and I wasn't being, I, they couldn't let me go because I was a minor. Couldn't nobody else come get me except my parents. They wasn't fucking answering the phone. I said they're all goddamn not. So when I woke up the next morning. You I'm didn't fucking, have like a, a pawpaw or somebody. Couldn't no, get him. Had to be had your parents. Had to be your parents. <clears throat> parent. Had to be. Get all this shit fucking done up, right? I walk out of my next morning because my parents got looking for me. And then my buddy is like, oh, yeah, he's in jail. That motherfucker, he never checked up. He went and got fucked up. He took the beer to the party. <laughs> he, I was a legend by the fucking time I got back out. They were like, my man. I'm like, fuck y'all. The fuck all y'all sons of bitches. So, so, yeah, my truck fucking gas light on, fucking beer cans all in the bitch. I'm like, what the Your you? best story. Doesn't matter what it's about. Your, your best story. Well, let's all do one of our best stories. Best fucking story. Yeah. I got one. All right. So I'm working in cardio in Waco. I live in Marlin. <clears throat> um, I'm doing, I can't remember. I was doing somebody famous's car, but I can't remember. But I stayed late every night. And I mean, like day eight, I'm tired. I leave uh, Jack's at like two o'clock in the morning. And I'm hauling ass back to Waco. I'm running 120, 130. I mean, there's nobody on the road. Mm-hmm. Like this little town called Riesel sits in between Waco and Marlin. I came through Riesel at 120 plus. When I get to the outside of Riesel, I noticed they have one cop. And he's mm-hmm. sitting right there in this parking lot. And I just right past it. Ten minutes, eight minutes, whatever it was, I see the red and blues. I just pull over because I know. When I passed him, I knew he's coming. Yeah. I started slowing down, as a matter of fact. And uh, so my truck... I had built it for kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, 98 Sonoma extended cab, had the Vortex 6, first year of the Vortex, had turbo, door handle shaved, bagged, uh, 
Um, the doors were inverted the other way. Like I had all this work done to it. Everything on this dude is shaped. So he, he pulls up, he gets, comes up, he gets me out of the car, hollering at me, screaming at me, telling me I'm all this stuff. Hand, or no, yeah, handcuffs me and puts me in the back of his car. Mm -hmm. I had my key fob in my back pocket. He puts me in the car and he walks up to my truck. And he like looks and he walks around. He's just walking a circle trying to figure out how, how you get in it. I had my hands behind me and I felt my key fob and I cranked it. I remote started. Yeah. He jumped back, pulled his gun, started making his way back to the car, started hollering at me. Who's in the vehicle? Who's in the damn vehicle? Let me know all this stuff. And I'm laughing, just yeah. laughing my ass off. Well, he was the son. The mother was the judge. The son-in-law was the jailer. The uh, daughter-in-law. They ran the whole town. They ran the whole fucking town. 34 days. They kept me in the Barney Fife jail for 34 days, washing their cars. I think I pressure washed the building. <laughs> I was washing uh, jail cells, all kinds of shit. The only good thing about it was the wife of the brother. So the wife of the, of the, the chief brought me three meals a day of home. I'm talking fried chicken, meatloaf, like, they just, awesome. need, they just need somebody to wash their shit for a little while. They didn't close the cell on me. I'm telling you, it was Barney Five. I was in a cell. The door never closed. There's a desk right there with a jailer and a TV. Me and him sat there and watched Family Feud or whatever was on. Or my ass was mowing, weeding, washing clothes, digging ditches. I cleaned the sewer uh, horn out across the street underneath <laughs> the fucking thing. Like they thirty over thirty days. I think I'd have fucking just left. I think I'd have just tried to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, you got, you got just go home. You got three meals a day for free. Mm -hmm. You got to sit there and watch TV, mm -hmm. and you got some physical labor done. You're probably lazy as crap. Yep. And I paid sixty two hundred dollars to get my truck out of impact. Oh yeah, that ain't worth it. I was gonna say, <laughs> Seth, if, you, if you just want three meals a day and some fucking physical labor, you can yeah. commit a felony right yeah. now. Yeah, like, but that was the craziest. That was the most smart ass that I'd ever been. I'd popped off a few times at different cops. Uh, I had the little Raymond incident. I had my feet propped up sometimes, but that time I literally. I cranked the truck on purpose because I knew he couldn't get in it. I, I was laughing at him. Like, I embarrassed the fuck out of him, and he made me pay for it. That's good shit. Well, I have, uh, through police training, had handcuffs on. Other than that, I've never been cuffed. Oh, I've been in handcuffs. So, you know how my wife's had wrecks and he's had wrecks? I've been in handcuffs because you know, of my I, mouth. Well, my big thing is. Every time it's my mouth. It's me I'm a bigger guy. So pretty much any interaction with the police, I have it all, no matter what's going on or whether or not I'm even involved. If I'm just standing close and they feel like I'm involved, yeah, yeah we're going to have to cut the big one. Let's just cut yeah. the big one just in case for right now. Mine was always, well, I, I became, thought I was funny. I thought I was. I know, became a paramedic at 19. Started working for the police department by the time I was 20. Working on SWAT team by the time I was 21. Uh, so living in a small town, everybody knew me. If I did get pulled over, it was just because they didn't recognize my truck. And they're like, oh, sorry, man. What's up? Yeah. So I had a little bit of an advantage working in emergency services. But uh, I think I got handcuffs put on me for speeding one time. You must. But it was in a else. small town. I was like 20 over. He'd done the whole, do you see that bridge? Yes, sir. Do you see that red light? Yes, sir. When you're between them, you're in my town. Oh, and yeah. But I've never, I've never like been arrested. I've never had to. Never been on that side of the bars. I've never yeah. been convicted. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, I've been convicted I've never once. Been convicted. For been anything. convicted once out of all the times I was arrested, but yeah. it was my fault. So 
I take it. I got arrested one time by the DOT. Didn't even know DOT could fucking lock you up. I'm gonna tell you something. I've just always done right. I've always drove no, right. You have not speed. You have not took care of my stuff. You, you Shit, just you been lucky. Done, you took done, care of your stuff. I've Don't even the start right, that. I've done the right lucky. thing all my life. Fuck, let's level five. Let's <laughs> tow I mean, the I'll, fucking trailer. Well, we got Seth on the podcast. So with the the story of the mullet. Oh well, yeah. Well, if nobody the, knows Seth Jackson has oh, a yeah. mullet. Seth, break this down. Well. You got to show the, the people, man. You got to show the people. I've been wanting to get a mullet for a while. For a good while. Yeah. You know, I've had long hair. I've chopped it off. I got long hair again, chopped it off, got long hair. So I had long hair and I'm like, all right, I'm getting a mullet. Like, this is happening. My wife arguing me in the ground about it. Like, not happening, you know. So John was up here one day. Wife was up here, was all discussing it, you know, like, I'm getting that mullet. So. You want to speed this story up? We already tried to end this podcast once. <laughs> well, fine then. All That's right. that country so, story. You what, we went home. This motherfucker sipping sweet tea between syllables. <laughs> <laughs> we went home. I was like, you know what? I'm getting this mullet. So I asked my wife, what's it going to take on TikTok to get this mullet? She told me 100,000 views. I called on John. John came through. Was that, not, like, was that not cheating? No. 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 I mean, if you get 100,000 no. views, you can cut your hair, and I won't gripe about it. Hey, and if, then she, if she didn't want him to do to that, John, don't be vague. She, she should have she went up. She should have said no 5 million specifics. or something. Yes, 100,000. Yeah. Like, she underestimated it. I do know when he said something to John, John was like, I can post a picture of a chicken and get 100,000 views. That was the producers yeah. from the TV show. They're like, <laughs> yeah. well, what's uh, we, if, if we take off on YouTube, we said, what's taking off? I said, if you get 100,000 views, John said, I can go home right now and take a picture of a chicken and get 100,000 views. Yeah, I, I, you know, that fucking movie producers, man. They're, TV producers. TV producers, whatever. They fucking, man, the fact that they think 100,000 views is just absolutely <clears throat> amazing when they try and market themselves to you. But when you're telling them, well, I get 8 million views a week, like yeah. 100,000 yeah. views is they go, oh, whatever. Not very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap the Outlaw Way podcast up for this week for the boss man, for Nacho, and for Seth. There's only one way. And that's the, the Outlaw, Outlaw Way. way.